using the term cis is a term that says, I recognize that trans people exist. So it's a very intentional term that demonstrates awareness. And I would say care to say that trans people matter. So I know that when I talk to people and they say they're cis, they are recognizing me and they're recognizing everybody else in the transgender community. How's it going, everyone? This is Franco from Alpha and Omega TV. We are here in the studio today. Joining me here is Brian. The, none other than Brian, yeah. It is great to hear from you guys. Um, we are um, excited for this podcast because it's uh, kind of controversial. And kind of, I kind of want to hear from all of you guys at, at, at the end of this podcast. And feel free to send us a message on what you guys think as well. It'd be so exciting to hear what, what, what you guys think and say about this topic. Um, what are we going to be talking about, actually? Well, we're probably going to ruffle some feathers today because uh, this topic uh, shouldn't be a controversial one, but it is because of our society today. Uh, but before getting into that, we're going to... I'd like to uh, introduce all of you guys who are new. Uh, here at Alpha and Omega TV, we broadcast live and uncut commentary regarding scripture, current events, testimonies, and teaching. We do this all for the glory of the one true living God, Jesus Christ. So if this is your first time joining us, welcome. With welcome. that being said, uh, we are actually talking about today the new C4 bill that was passed in Canada. Okay, but before we get into that, we'd like to give you guys just a quick update on what's going on. Just a few things that are going on around the world. But first, we would like to uh, share with you the verse of the day. Yes. So if Brian, uh, if you could please take it away. Today, for the verse of the day, will be 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. Yes, that is scripture that talks about scripture being breathed by God, meaning inspired by God, meaning it all comes from him. There's nothing that is man-made about it. No, the like only theologies thing... that came from man that was written in the Bible, it was all from the God Almighty. The only part that is uh, by man is the fact that it was written by men that were under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So every word that is breathed out is directly from God, uh, meaning direct revelation. Yes, these men did have direct revelation, um, not the kind of direct revelation that a lot of people claim to have today, where <laughs> they say, God told me this. God told me that he was going to give me this car. God told me he was going to give me this wife. Uh, I actually used that once. I'm guilty of it. <laughs> Very bad theology and everything went terrible. And uh, maybe one day I'll share that story with you. I think it's an interesting one. Yeah, it's but, a really good one. <laughs> but before then, I mean, we're going to get into this right here. So uh, with that being said, folks, just a few things. Uh, first of all, what we have here, an article in our beloved CNN Politics, yes, our favorite source for the news, uh, Biden administration to withdraw COVID-19 vaccination and testing regulation aimed at large businesses. So what does this mean? 
Well, it simply means that because of the Supreme Court's decision to block the rule earlier this month, uh, the Biden administration is now going to withdraw the mandate. And of course, this mandate was for large businesses um, having over 100 employees. So it's 100 or more. They had to mandate a vaccine or testing. But um, after after the decision of the Supreme Court to block this, well, now it looks like the Biden administration is backpedaling. This is nothing new. Um, sometimes the Biden administration backpedals on a lot of things they said that they were going to do first, and then they don't. So this is good news for some people that didn't want to be under a mandate. Um, we here believe that everyone has a choice to decide whether or not they would put something into their bodies. And in this case, we're talking about the vacuna. I'm not going to say the word. <laughs> <laughs> no, there we go. That's the, the blackout and yes. the uh, so, algorithm that's going on in the system. <laughs> good good so, thinking there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, whether or not you get it, that is up to each and every one of you guys. It's up to you. You uh, look into the information that is available to you. Ask your medical professional and uh, do what is best for you. So with with this information now, um, OSHA is also uh, evaluating whether or not they are going to be, um, you know, telling businesses and certain uh, people that they must do it. Right now, they're kind of taking it back and they're trying to see what is the best thing to do in regards to this, in regards to these mandates that are happening regarding COVID-19. So this is definitely good news for a lot of people. Um, definitely good news for people who were against mandates of specific things. So um, this is a big win for those, for those people who uh, are on the, are on the side of choice, right? Right. Are on the side of choice of what is going into your body. So this is, uh, this with withdrawal will be effective on Wednesday. So that's next week, and uh, it's going to affect 80 million individuals. Oh, so, that's good. Uh, there would be there would have been exceptions for those with religious objections, but um, I mean, according to just personal, personal, um, knowing personal people who are in government agencies and they've been mandated to take specific things. Um, they weren't really given much of a choice despite asking for religious objection. So it is, it was a tough thing to do, but now with this, I'm pretty sure now it's going to be much easier to simply say, no, you know, I'm not going to do it or I rather not, but thank you for the suggestion. No longer. Thank you for the mandate. About time. Right. <laughs> so that's good news for a lot of people. Now, another thing in the news is uh, Bitcoin. Some of you guys who actually follow crypto, um, you guys have been noticing that crypto is kind of on a downward spiral, but it's nothing new. I mean, for those of you guys who are in the crypto world, um, this is the time for a lot of you guys to buy the dip. So it's, it's up to you if you are, you know, if you believe that. But in news here in El Salvador or El Salvador, um, there is, since, I don't know if you guys know, but Bitcoin is legal tender now. It's money. People actually use it. People get paid in Bitcoin. Um, and so it's something that has been adopted throughout the country. So it looks like they've been urging 
uh, and by them, I mean the International Monetary Fund, they're pushing El Salvador to ditch Bitcoin. Uh, why? Because of the risks associated with the use of it. So right now we're kind of seeing a shift, and uh, I was reading an article earlier about the U.S. also wanting to regulate cryptocurrency. Now, the appealing thing about cryptocurrency is there is no, uh, there's no middle bank that is in charge of it, and it's and it's not regulated by a government. So that's the appealing thing about Bitcoin. It's kind of like you could say using cash for transactions. That's what cryptocurrency represents right now. So with all of these talks about you know being urged, El Salvador being urged to uh, ditch Bitcoin. Because obviously we know that the cryptocurrency world is, you can say, somewhat fairly new. So it's not something that has been here too long. But for the people who are really bullish about it or are really um, in support of it, they believe that it is going to be a long-term thing. And I think that that's the thoughts of the president of... Right, he's very optimistic. Of Salvador, for, yes, for president the of crypto, cryptocurrency, Naib Bukele. So he's uh, he's pretty optimistic about it. He was actually pretty happy. He tweeted <laughs> on Friday, last Friday, that he bought an additional fifteen million of really cheap Bitcoin. Fifteen million dollars worth. Fifteen right? million dollars worth of Bitcoin, correct? Even though the crypto market has been plummeting. <laughs> so Bitcoin is, uh, at the time of this article, it's uh, 50% lower than its November high. And so a quick, there's that. And a quick encouragement for those who have uh, money in crypto and stocks. I know you guys like, are kind of scared of your money dropping, but um, fun fact, because um, they say that we might hit a recession soon. Fun fact is that after this whole entire phase kind of runs down, and we get back to normal. Your, your all your money that's in, in put into the stock market and the crypto. Well, I'm not sure about cryptos. There's no really too much data on that. But for stocks, stocks at least, it's about a five percent increase in what you're about to get in return after this whole entire thing kind of comes yeah, back. Yeah, the normal. question is when will that happen? That's yeah. but don't question. fear, guys. Don't yeah. fear. Hold diamond hands, as some <laughs> would say. So that is some of the news in El Salvador in regards to That's Bitcoin. Good for them. The president doesn't seem he doesn't he doesn't seem to have any uh, intentions of backing down. It looks like he's strengthening his position on uh, Bitcoin as he does believe that it is you know the future of finance. So um, you know if if everything goes well and this country has been buying Bitcoin and then later on Bitcoin reaches one of the what is it one of the target prices of a hundred thousand dollars then uh, el salvador might be in a very good position financially After because a of a good this. while of exactly so it, it it could be a very great thing for el salvador or it could be a very bad detrimental <laughs> <laughs> i know right now probably if they purchased some bitcoin at a higher price it will most likely be that they might be a little bit in the red as of right now. So there's that. So the drop in Bitcoin, yes, right Just now is low. <laughs> it is going down, but we've seen it. I mean, last year we saw it drop down to 24,000, I believe. It went down pretty steep last year. And then it just when it hit fifty, right? Back up. Yeah, it hit like fifty. No, it was like at sixty-five last year. 
Oh, and then there was a part where everything just fell to like twenty four thousand for Bitcoin. Oh wow! So it was it was a crazy time. But um, as you as you guys know, it recovered. It always does. As of right now, that's what we've seen. So we're not saying that it always will, <laughs> but up to this point, it has. Okay. So um, I want to get right into the main thing we wanted to cover today, which is this new law called c4 uh this has been a pretty hot topic in the christian circle and you guys are probably wondering like why are you guys covering this or why are you guys giving us news today well because all of this is important um all of these events um they're they're pretty uh they're meaningful to everyday life so especially this one because this is already law in canada and it's going to prevent um pastors and uh, ministers from helping people who are homosexual or claim to be homosexual or claim to have homosexual tendencies, it's going to prevent them from helping them. And according to this article here on the Daily Wire, it also it's talking about how even if it's requested by the person, right? and we're talking about the areas of uh, adults and children. So with this being said, it would be like if a child would come to their pastor and say, well, I seem to have homosexual tendencies, or I think if it's a young boy, I think I like boys. Um, if it's a woman, I think I like girls. It would be like them coming to their pastor and their pastor not being able to say, well, you know, let's go into the word. Let's pray about this. Let's see what God says about who you are. That would be unacceptable, and that would be deemed unlawful, and the pastor would be violating this bill. Therefore, he would be um, subject to being put in jail, jail time. I think it's up to five years oh, wow. for violating this, this, uh, this mat, not mandate, this law now. So, um, this is happening in Canada. Um, this law was actually passed last year in December, and it just took its place. Um, it was uh, just placed in January seventh. Uh, January seventh, it it became law in Canada. Do you think that everything that's going on in Canada with the whole entire lock um, lockdown or their um, what's the word when they kind of they have to stay home, um, a curfew? Uh, the C4 might, do you think that all that will come to United States, especially California being very blue? <laughs> and by blue, he means democratic or on the Democrat side of the aisle. Um, I think it's only a matter of time. I think okay. it's only a matter of time. Canada is a big power in the world. Um, they're right. Just, I mean, they're just North of us and not too long ago, they were also free as we are. Uh, but just as, just as everything is taking the direction that it is taking, it's only a matter of time till all of this comes to America. It's we're, we're, we're there. I mean, we've already accepted lots of things that we otherwise wouldn't have accepted. You know, so I do think that it's just a matter of time until this all comes and spreads throughout the world. You know, and, and the Bible tells us of such times that it is going to be, you know, it is going to be persecution. And this is a sense of persecution against our faith and against our beliefs, against God's word in regards to the sexuality of man and the sexuality of woman. There's only two. 
that you're either a man or you're a woman. There, there is no in between. And although we may feel a certain way, although we may have a tendency to um, look at the same gender, these things, we have to understand that the, the root of this is our sinful nature. Right. That's, that's where this comes from. If, if a man likes a man, all it is is it's his sinful nature. And what does that mean? Because he has a twisted view of who he likes. It's a perversion of his identity. That's what it is. So it, it's not something out of this world. It's not something. It's, it's a perversion. What is a perversion? It's just a deviation of what is something is supposed to be. So that's why we have to talk about it as it is. And we have to understand that there is only man and there's only woman. There's, there's only those two. There's only biologically two body parts. Um, and you have one of them. You don't have both. Of course, yes, there are specific cases where because of a mutation, um, people are born with two appendages or uh, sexual organs. But, I mean, those cases are very, very small compared to, you know, the rest of the population. So... A little bit about this law, I'd like to read a little bit of what um, it means. So in section 320.102 to 320.104, conversion therapy means a practice, treatment, or service designed to A, change a person's sexual orientation to heterosexual. So obviously your goal is to uh, make someone heterosexual, which means straight, in other words. Um, B, designed to change a person's gender identity to cisgender. Okay, I'm going to stop right here because uh, I read this right. <laughs> Ask please, the question. Please, please. Um, what's, what's cisgender? Okay, so when I first read this, I was on the same page like, <laughs> what in the world does this even mean? Brian thought it was a cyst. Like you know, those, growths, <laughs> those growths that come out of, um, I think... No, no, cysts are internal, I think. And mm -hmm. it's, it's like a form of, uh, I think it, it's it can be cancerous. Or, right. No, there's there's different places you can get a cyst. You can get it in your ovaries. You can get it in other places for women, obviously. But when I heard the term cisgender, I was like, what in the world? Okay. So just a little bit of context. We're on Merriam-Webster. Okay. the One of the most reputable dictionaries. And it turns out that this word was added in April 2017. So this word only has about five years in the dictionary, um, give or take, and uh, was recently added, of course, because obviously this is a new term. This is one of those new things that now we have, uh, according to people who think this way, um, we have uh, hundreds or if not thousands of genders, right? According to the people who think this. So cisgender okay so we're going to read the, de the dictionary definition of a word that was invented just five years ago it's someone it describes someone whose internal sense of gender corresponds with the sex the person had or was identified as having at birth <laughs> most people can be described as cisgender if the pronouncement your mom heard at your bowl at your birth you know by the doctor who's taking the baby out it's a girl or it's a boy if this still feels accurate for example if you were being born and you're biologically male the doctor of course is going to say it's a boy right 
Why? Because it's obvious the sexual organ that the boy has. So the doctor says it's a boy, and and Merriam-Webster continues. Still feels if this feels like it's still accurate, then you're cisgender. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. So it's it's if it feels accurate what the doctor claimed when you were coming out of your mom, then you're a boy. And if you agree with that, you happen to be cisgender. Of course, as you heard at the beginning of the recording, um, there's a man who's saying that what cisgender means. And he's saying that by us using the term cisgender instead of I'm a man <laughs> or I'm a woman, if you're a woman, instead of just saying, yes, I'm a man or yes, you know, I'm straight. Instead of saying this, by you saying you're cisgender, it's like you are giving acceptance to a transgender person in the transgender community. So it's it's all about acceptance. It's all about approval. It's all about saying like, yes, you know what? Um, it's great that you've embraced that sin because at the end of the day, that's what it is. And when we're talking about sin, we're talking about just as liars, just as when we lie, we're sinners, just as when we, you know, see things we shouldn't, we're sinners, just we're, we're, we're all in the same category. And in, 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 in the eyes of God, sin is sin. You violate one, you violate all of the law. The Bible tells us. So he talks about it being something of inclusivity. And if you speak of it like this, then you, uh, by you saying, well, I mean, if, if we were to use the term and if we were to kind of play with this ideology, then I would be considered a cisgender man, right? Because I agree with the doctor saying, oh, it's a boy when I came out, right? Um, but again, this is, this is another attack on the wordplay. This is the whole pronouns thing. Please use my pronoun or I don't, uh, I don't identify as anything. Um, I identify as a fish. I identify as a dog. Um, I am a tree. Uh, so it's, it, it's just goes along with this, this, uh, this condition, this condition and these thoughts and this ideology that you are what you feel. If you feel that you're a woman today, you're a woman. If you feel like you're a man today, you're a man. If you feel like you're a kid, even though you're a 40 year old man and you're a kid, you know? So th this, th th this is what happens when we, when we don't acknowledge what God has already established as one or the other, this is what happens. There is a distortion of reality. There's a distortion and a perversion in this case of genders. There's only two man and woman. We'll sit on that. So that's, that's what we're dealing with today. And uh, this C4 law, again, it's, it hits on these things. And uh, the big thing is the term conversion therapy. Okay, conversion therapy, of course, we know is specific. Uh, it's, it's a therapy practice where you take a person who's homosexual and you take them through a quote-unquote therapy so that they can be straight. Um which I think biblical churches don't do this. They simply share the gospel and the Lord in his sovereignty and his great power in the Holy spirit. When he calls a person to life, he convicts that person of their sin and they themselves will let go of that sin and renounce it and turn away from it. 
That is what repentance is. It's a 180 degree turn towards God, not, not to sin, but towards God. So I know people who are, who used to be homosexual or would identify as such. And after getting to know God and after God doing uh, miraculous work in them by converting them to believers, converting to believers, not converting them to straight or whatever, converting them to believers, they then turn and seek the Lord and ask him for forgiveness and their lives change because it's inevitable when you have a relationship with God for your life not to change. So uh, that was B, to change a person's gender identity to cisgender. Uh, C is to change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth. A gender expression, okay? Uh, D, to repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior. To repress uh, E, to repress a person's non-cisgender identity. And then F is to repress or reduce a person's gender expression that does not conform to the sex assigned to the person at birth. They're pretty much all saying the same thing. Like if you mess, if you mess with their thinking, this, this law applies to you and you're violating the law in, in doing any of these things. Even if you make someone feel to repress, if you make someone feel that their identity is wrong, you can be hit for this. So this this is the kind of things that we're seeing today <laughs> and uh canada is leading the way canada is leading the way in into this movement um definitely would advise you to look more into this bill if you want to know more information but it is law now it is law in canada and um as brian asked will it come here i mean i think we're only I think it's just a matter of time until it does arrive here, unfortunately. I mean, you see that the administration that is currently in uh, the White House is uh, is all for these kinds of ideals. <coughs> the party that's in the power has always been and has been pushing these ideals for some time now. So, I mean, it's it's only a matter of time. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps Satan right now is congregating at Canada and soon to be traveling here. He's probably on his way over here, spreading the lies and deception. So it's uh, it's only a matter of time, folks. Um, it's we got to pray for the pastors in Canada, um, how they're going to be dealing with this, because of course we are called to have obedience to God first, and when the government uh, places laws that are ungodly or that are anti-God, then God calls us to obedience to him, right? It's obedience to him first. God does call us to submit to the authorities that be when these authorities are, you know, judging righteously and putting laws that are righteous, that are God-honoring. But the moment that the law violates God's command then that is when man has to rise up and say, I'm not going to follow man because man is asking me to do something that violates God's law. I'm going to follow God. So these are the times that we're living in, folks. It's a uh, very interesting times. And um, I really hope that we can, uh, our pastor, P 
Pastor Todd at the Anchor Bible Church constantly tells us that, you know, we need to pray that we would be ready to respond to these kinds of things. They're not here in the U.S. yet, but I mean, if it's already happening in Canada, which is a major country, then I think you are, we are to expect something uh, coming our way. So be in prayer about this, that God would give us the understanding and the ability to deal with it and to respond to it, that he would give us grace to uh, share the gospel with people. And uh, he would give us grace and understanding so that anyone who's living a sinful life, whether it be in homosexuality, whether it be in lies, whether it be infidelity, whether it be adultery, uh, fornication, any kind of sin that we would repent and turn to God, regardless of what sin it is that we are talking about. We can't just make this sin say this is the worst of them all. Yes, it affects a lot of people, but sin is sin at the end of the day, and only the gospel has the power to bring life to those who are perishing. So uh, we want to thank you guys for listening, making it this far. We hope this was edifying to you. We hope this was uh, enlightening. Maybe you had no idea this was happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, now you know. So uh, keep that in prayer and uh, see how you can get involved in your local church to, uh, to help someone who might be going through a difficult time. Encourage one another as believers and remember to share the word of God, the gospel to all those who are lost that they may be found. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Brian, you were very quiet in this segment. I don't know if you want to say something before we wrap it up. No, no, you said everything very, very good. It was very straight to the point. You got all the all the points and I think everyone understood on the on the podcast. So thank you guys for joining in. Um, I also want to, um, before we do close this, uh, this episode, we, we do want to also inform you guys that soon we'll have a new, um, channel, if you will, that's going to be about San Bernardino. So if you guys are in San Bernardino, this is going to be for you guys. So we'll be updating you guys on what's going on and, uh, have some interviews with people around San Bernardino, San Bernardino that you may know. So that's upcoming that is definitely it so thank you guys so much for joining us here at alpha and omega tv we uh, hope to see you guys on the next one and uh, we thank you we thank you for your hospitality for the support and uh, we wish you guys a happy new year because it is a new year we're 25 <laughs> days into it but it's a new year and it's a great new year thank you guys so much god bless you this has been franco and brian over and out. Over and out. <laughs>